Hi guys, hello, my name's Kate and I'm happy to be here and you're listening to the podcast, happy to be here. How are we doing? How are we feeling? Are we feeling okay? Feeling not so okay? If you're not feeling okay, we'll regulate our bodies and do our deep breathing. So we'll do four in and then we'll do four out. So we'll do four in now, so. And then we'll do four out. Nice. I'm just happy to be here today, guys. Uh, we are recording this in September, and this will come out in September. Time is moving by so slow and so fast at the same time. So we're in Virgo season still, but Libra mm -hmm. season is coming up. And I feel like I'm already, I'm already in my Libra season moment right now. So, you know, just, I hope you guys are having a good Virgo season and a good September. But I have a new guest on here with me today who's actually like an old friend. And it's just been lovely to already talk to them. But welcome everyone, Lizzie, to the podcast. Hello. Hi. Um, I love when you do the breathing thing because I do it too. When you yeah. do it every and I'm just like, oh, what a nice set, what a nice way to set the set the tone. Right? It's a it's a new tradition of mine for season three. Um, mm, I like it. Thank you. Thank you. Um so Lizzie and I know each other from Illinois State, where we went for undergrad, and mm -hmm. you were, um, I mean, you still are, best friends with my roommate, Sam, who's actually been on the show, too. I met Sam when you met Sam, really. I'm not going to lie. still cra crazy me, because you guys, yeah. went, were, were you in the same school or went to the same, or were in the same area? We, we were, like, living within, a, like, miles of each other, but we were in different districts, but um I never spoke to her ever like I knew of her and I knew she existed and I and I, I like I knew the name but I didn't know her at all um until freshman year when she texted me on move-in day and she was like um hey did you move in already I'm like no I'm like waiting in this long line to go up to the elevator she's like oh I just came early and they just let me in and I was like, of course, of course they did. <laughs> and I'm, I'm a chump just in the line. But we hung out that day and then pretty much hung out every day after that, too. <laughs> oh, that's so nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you guys used to hang out in our dorm room a lot. You, you, Charlie, Spencer. Mm -hmm. We did. And other people, too. But um, well, we all we all lived in Wadi. It was a yes. what an experience. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> Literally. Well, so I go to University of Illinois for grad school and I always forget that, like, not every college campus has like a huge ginormous dorm room so there's dorm rooms mm -hmm. everywhere on campus oh, mm -hmm. everywhere and wadi was kind of creepy vibes though i i once a week i think about the waters and wind tunnel like just how insane the draft was <laughs> oh literally uh, me and my friends were insane we wouldn't wear mm -hmm. coats and we would walk <laughs> yeah. for like 20 no, no 30 no one did for 20 30 minutes in like snow rain whatever and then when you would be coming back to the dorm drunk and then you get stuck in that wind tunnel oh just over over for you last it was so fun <laughs> memories so many memories yeah. um so lizzie what have you been up to now because it's been a minute yeah so i graduated undergrad in 2020 and then i moved straight to salt lake city um I'm yeah I moved to Salt Lake City in 20 in Ju June or July of 2020 mm. so in like the midst of the pandemic um and I've been here teaching ever since really so what was it like moving to Salt Lake like I'm sure that was an adjustment oh huge so I don't like big cities and I came to that realization uh, when I went to visit LA when I was 19, I was like, I don't like this at all. There's no parking. There's too many people. And I'm just extremely overstimulated. So I knew when I wanted to move, I've always wanted to move out West and I was looking at like Colorado or Salt Lake and it was like the midst of the pandemic. So I just really wanted a job too. Yeah. Um, and you know, I got picked for a job here and it was affordable at the time in 2020 to live here. Mm. Um, it's like a little baby city. So adjusting here was awesome because it was like, I would describe it as like a large champagne Oh, where it's like a city, you know, but it's not, 
it's not like a Chicago or a LA or a, anything like that. It's just a little baby city. So I really liked it here at first. Um, <laughs> um, in, in a sense of just like, it was like a little community of just a bunch of like, you know, millennial hipsters. It was so fun hanging out with them and talking. <laughs> They're an interesting bunch. They really are. They like Harry Potter a lot. Um, <laughs> the stereotypes begin. Well, like, yeah. And they love drinking beer outside. They love that. Really? Yeah. Cause Salt Lake City was a huge relocation spot for a couple years because everybody moved to LA and then realized they couldn't afford LA. And then Salt Lake City was like the same thing. So they all came to Salt Lake City. So there's a bunch of people here that are actually from LA. Wow. That's, mm-hmm. cr- that's crazy to think about. Mm-hmm. I feel like I would hate LA personally. I, I went to New York over uh, spring break this past year and I really loved it. And it also made me think about how I could never live in LA because I feel like New York and LA are the complete opposite of each other mm-hmm. yeah. I I like have a fear of like big cities now I like avoid the east coast I'm just like um I'll go there if I have to mm-hmm. but <laughs> I just get I don't know I just get super anxious around a lot a lot of people you know yeah. so I mean that's valid and uh mm-hmm. with everything going on in the world too it's definitely that I think that's what caused it I used to be fine and then, you know, we shut out people for a couple months. And then I was like, I kind of like this. I kind of really, <laughs> I kind of really like this. Yeah. Well, I will say, I feel like I socialized with people a lot during the pandemic online. Like I feel like I got mm-hmm. a lot more online friends, but I think my circle has definitely shrunk. Like, I just feel like I have, and it's probably just me getting older too, but I feel like I have less social energy now to have like so many in-person friendships maybe we're just old <laughs> well that, that too because when i was like 19 i feel like i was i had, I had like so many friends so i had friends, friends on deck um <laughs> and now it's i'm like trying to maintain three friendships at once and i'm like this is exhausting <laughs> i know like all my but i guess i guess it's also like i'm a better friend than i was when mm-hmm. i was 19 and that just takes energy i think that's part of it too like growing you know it's being a good friend is not easy it's not it's you have to like you know be a good person to be a good friend and that takes work you know being considerate nice and all this stuff or I'm crazy but (laughs) but I I think being a good friend takes a lot of energy and I don't think I'm willing I'm just not willing to like really invest in people I don't want to invest in does that like my my time is a lot more valuable to me than it was when I was 19. I totally agree. Like I, and I don't know about you too. This is going to sound a little like pompous, but I feel like a Mm -hmm. lot of people within the past few years really want to be my friend, reach out to me, want to hang out. And it's become this new thing of like, do I want them to be my friend? Cause I feel Mm -hmm. like when I was 19, I was just friends with whoever liked me or Mm -hmm. wanted to hang out with me. And now as I'm getting older, I'm realized like, no, like you don't have to be friends with everyone who likes you or wants to be your friend. Like you can mm-hmm. choose who to put your energy into, like you said. Oh yeah. I agree. Like, yeah, it's my time's valuable to me. I don't want to waste it yeah. basically. Yeah. Well, so speaking of your move, so like what encouraged you to pick Salt Lake? Was it just that you got a job there or were, cause I know you said you didn't want to live in a big city. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the job. <laughs> so I had applied to a lot of schools in Colorado because that's when you're from Illinois, you just, everybody moves to Colorado at some point. That's just, that's just what you're supposed, that's like an obligation everyone has at some point is to (laughs) go to Colorado or something. But I really wanted to go there. Um, But as I was looking at it, it's just so expensive and the teachers weren't paid that well. And then um, my boyfriend at the time was like, what about Utah? Cause, mm. and he was like, nobody lives there. It's cheap to live there right now. Um, and I started looking at teaching jobs there and they pay really well here. Actually, they do pay their teachers really well. My first job I got, I was, I started at about like 55, 56,000. Um, that's really fucking good. That's yeah. And I was like, I lit when I first looked at the job application, I was like, this is a glitch um this is incorrect there's no way as a first year teacher I'm making this but um yeah I I saw that and I saw the cost of living and I do like nature like and I wanted to be more immersed in it 
So I was like, I think this might be the move. And it was, like I said, affordable for me. So um, yeah, that's why I'm pretty, I'm also pretty transparent with how much I make because I don't care. I am like, I don't, I don't care. I feel like everybody should be cool with saying how much they make. We need to create some class solidarity in this. (laughs) So if you're looking to be a teacher, Utah's great in terms of it's what it costs. As long as you don't live, like now the city's really expensive to live in, Mm. which is, yeah. So that's unfortunate. But when I first got here, it was definitely like the move for me. Like I made a lot of money. It was cheap to live here. So it was, it was pretty good. Yeah. My dad went to University of Utah and he loved it. And cause he skied. So it's like, it's a great mm-hmm. place for people who like to be outdoors and to do things. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that's always the struggle with finding where you want to live is like, can I actually live there and like live a somewhat sustainable life? Because, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like some people I know move to really big cities, but then they don't necessarily like make enough to like have the dream life you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so it's like you're living in like a really shitty apartment in a really great place (laughs) yeah or like you know like going paycheck to paycheck so it's like you really have to find like I think a good balance if you want to be you know economically Mm -hmm. stable so that can be difficult yeah that's 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 kind of where I was going where I was like oh I can live this like western like moving out west dream of mine while not going broke (laughs) <laughs> and that was that was Salt Lake City you know what I mean yeah mm-hmm. yeah I I think about where I want to move too because I a lot of my friends now moved like either by themselves or with a friend to like mm-hmm. a brand new city and are just like out there living their lives and I think when I was younger I never even really thought about where I wanted to live when I was older like when you were younger did you kind of have an idea of where you wanted to go I know you mentioned Colorado but like mm-hmm. I had always, for a long time, for a lot of like the first two years of college, I really wanted to move to LA, but that's when I was doing like stand up, and I thought, yeah, you, <laughs> yeah, I so, your shows, you're so you good. Did, you did go to my shows, so that's when I was like, I'm gonna move to LA because I like stand up, and maybe if this teaching thing doesn't work out, that could be the like something I do for fun, and that could be a good place to do that. And like I said, I went to visit it, visit, and I hated it. And I knew that was off the list. And before LA, you know, I really just thought I was, I just always, I don't know. I was always attracted to California, but I think that's, like I said, when you're from the Midwest, the West just looks attractive. Um, So that's kind of where I was. So I did stick with the out West dream, just not all the way out West. Yeah. Yeah. I feel you. I think for a time I thought I wanted to go to California when I was in high school. And then I really got stuck on New York for a really long time. Mm. And then I just didn't really know where I wanted to go in general. But I, I feel I feel like a lot of people who are in Illinois just want to go somewhere else. Yeah. And honestly, true, because it is so mm-hmm. expensive to live here. And for what sort of payoff? Like, mm-hmm. you know, there's just- You, you get to live near Chicago. That's what you, that's your treat. <laughs> like oh my parents live like a 45 minute uh train ride away um but yeah so speaking of moving somewhere new so what was it like because did you move there with your significant other or Mm -hmm. okay so I moved there with my boyfriend at the time Mm -hmm. and like even though we had each other it was it was like so lonely it was insanely lonely because like you have each other yeah but it's this different I guess like this unsettling feeling um, where if something happens, like there's, you just have nobody or this one person. And it was just a lot of anxiety, if that makes sense. Like I've never lived that far from my family before, which was a big one. Like not being able to go like visit my mom whenever I wanted was just heartbreaking sometimes. Um, Same with like just friends I've had, like I love the internet because uh, my friends and I really started playing a lot of games online uh, for a lot of just the fall of 2020. And that helped a lot with that, like being lonely. Uh, But, you know, it's just different. It's just a lot to adjust to. My biggest anxiety was just if something goes wrong, nobody, not, not many people are here to help me, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, So that, that caused me a lot of anxiety, but um, I would say having, having him, helped a lot it definitely did um I honestly am not sure if I could have done it alone if that makes sense like I don't 
I, it would have been real tough for me to do, but now that I'm single in here alone and I'm just, oh my gosh, that's just, okay. I think, yeah, but I'm, I'm doing it. I'm doing it though. I'm doing it. <laughs> well, yeah, my, one of my friends moved to a city. Um, actually two of them did. And one of them is very terribly lonely and sad. And then the other is moved with a friend, but they are also now getting very sad and lonely. And I think we don't really talk about like the loneliness of moving to somewhere new. Mm -hmm. Like I moved to Champaign last year with my, with my roommate Mackenzie, who also was moving to Champaign with me. Like she'd never lived here before. And it was so nice. We had each other, like it truly was, but it was, it was hard and it's Mm -hmm. hard to make new friends. So like, what was what was that like for you like how did you make friends in salt lake so i um i assumed i could make friends through work Mm. but i am a teacher so my (laughs) all of my coworkers are a little bit older and have different priorities than me like a lot of them have kids and a family and i do live in a state that is predominantly mormon Um, so a lot of them don't do any of the activities I do. Um, so that, that was, so work was out. I was like, work's out. I can't really, I did end up finding one good friend from work, but it took, it took, it took like a year of working there because my first year was the COVID year too. Mm -hmm. So we weren't really encouraged to mingle with each other too much, but, um, so I made one friend from work. Her name's Alpita. She's an angel sent from heaven above um she's just super nice always there for me she's great so that's one I have the other way I made friends was I used Bumble BFF for a little bit um and it sucks (laughs) it is awful it is so weird on there but for every 50 bad people there's like one cool person Mm. and I ended up meeting that one cool person her name is Lauren uh she's also from the Midwest, actually. She moved the same time I did. She's from Cincinnati. And me and her hit it off immediately. Uh, we hung out. We, I just knew right away. I was like, she's super cool. And she doesn't annoy me, which is huge. Because I am very easily annoyed. Um, so her and her boyfriend have been my very good friends since the entire time I've been here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I meet people through them. Um, when my significant other was living with me. He introduced me to people from his work because he was a server. And mm. I love meeting people from the service industry because they're all insane. It's so fun. It's so fun though. They're like my favorite people. Mm-hmm. Um, so I met some people through the service industry. And so I've got a good handful of friends, but I'm cool with that. Do you know what I mean? I'm, I'm okay with that. Like I said, I don't need a lot. So that's kind of how I did it. Bumble BFF definitely pleasantly surprised me but I will say Lauren is the only person I've met from that app that I've continued like a friendship with and I probably met like a good handful of people it's just oh really so yeah, I think I was Lauren it was a few other people too yeah I would hang out with some people from 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 Bumble and I would immediately never speak to them again I was just I just is bad it was just bad hanging out none of my jokes landed and that's how I know this is not my crowd <gasps> That's the worst when I know. don't get your humor. I know. And I'm like, this isn't even that bad. I could be way worse. <laughs> so you're like, you're this, these are my know. icebreaker jokes. These are my icebreaker jokes, man. And you're not, I'm not even getting a, a, a like a, like a smile, man. So, um, so I ended up, I met up with a few, like I gave it a try and I put myself out there, but at the end of the day, it's just Lauren and I'm, I'm okay with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I put myself out there. I met Lauren and now she'll probably be my friend forever. So that's nice. Oh, nice <laughs> yeah I met my friend my roommate too we're, we're friends and we're roommates uh Hannah mm-hmm. through my program and mm-hmm. she is the only close friend I made in my program and because a lot of people in my degree I thought everyone would just want to hang out all the time and it turns <laughs> out librarians are like introverts and almost everyone in my program has a significant other and mm-hmm. just wants to hang out with them which is Mm. fine or they talk (laughs) about their significant other the whole time which has happened before Um, oh yeah yeah so it's it was it was a process and then i met uh people through my work too so Mm -hmm. you know i feel like 
work is always a good go-to, but Bumble BFF is interesting. I've never tried that myself, but I have had friends who have tried it, who have also had weird experiences. Yeah, it's a strange place, but like I said, you know, it's like when you meet people who met on Tinder and they're like really happy and it's like, damn, what are the odds? What are the odds? Because Tinder is also the weirdest place on planet earth. You know what I mean? Yeah, I've (laughs) actually found like substantial things on Tinder though, which is like, crazy to me now because like I feel like when I was just looking at men it was like just a nightmare um and sometimes <laughs> women are terrible too like I'm not trying oh yeah to oh yeah so I was wondering too we've been kind of talking about how it um you know it's a red state and everything so do you see yourself living in Salt Lake in the future or do you want to kind of move somewhere else eventually uh no I'm not gonna live here for much longer um I've had enough uh, <laughs> I've had enough. Uh, I had, I did the whole run away at 21, go live your, go live your dream out West. Uh, I'm so I do. I love the nature of the state is some of the most breathtaking, truly surreal, definitely bucket list type views and opportunities. And I have gotten my fill. So I am ready to go because just one, teachers get a lot of criticism in this state oh, I because, of, because of, and I'm a history teacher too. So t- I get tons of criticism, whether it be publicly or just um, from parents a lot. And it's, 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 it's not necessarily weighing on me, but it's just, it's just, I'm not worth my time. And <laughs> And the school systems in Utah, the reason they pay teachers so well is because their retention is so bad because their education system is not great here. Um, the standard for teaching is low. Um, and it's it's just, it's like, for example, I, in my school now, I lead um, two different like groups and sites as a 24 year old in their third year. And I'm leading like people who are 10, 15 years my senior because they just don't care and they don't try and they're not good at their jobs. Um, But because of this retention, like we can't afford to fire anybody. So they just continue to have bad teachers quite often. So so um, it's just like not worth my energy, if that makes sense. And this this state just doesn't value education as much as I would like it to. like there are some really, really good teachers at my school who do really, really good things, but they're just so overshadowed by this small majority who just barely do the bare minimum of their job. And so I'm just like, this is, this is almost depressing to watch. And I know I'm naive and this is probably a lot of schools, but the way the legislation we have, the attitude towards schools and yeah, it's just not great here. So it's just like not really worth it for me, in my opinion. I, think, um, I mean, I think that's totally valid. Um, we've been talking about this a lot in my program right now, uh, like because a lot of book banning is going on, and a lot mm-hmm. of I think a lot of parents want to have a say in their education and of their kid, children's education, what they're reading, what they're watching. Um, there's a professor who. Uh, is on sabbatical now, but she teaches here. And she said that unlike any other country, most countries in the world, uh, in the United States, like uh, in America, it is the one of the only places you can take your child out of school and homeschool you. Like you can't do that in France, which is really interesting to me. And so, and I bet because of, you know, the high Mormonism in your state, I bet you guys get a lot of criticism, like you said. Yeah, it's, it's nothing I can't handle because at the end of the day, I really don't care what people yeah. think about me. It doesn't affect me. I don't lose sleep at night because people don't like me. So that part doesn't bother me. It's just the lack of resources that's annoying. The um, the <laughs> new incentive programs for this or that, and just it's 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 just a mess. It's a little bit of a mess. So I definitely see myself going. Honestly, I was thinking about going back home for a little bit just because I've I've been out here for a while on my own now, like truly single and alone and living alone. And I'm just like, this shit's lame. 
I would much rather want to hang out with all my friends back home on the weekend. But yeah, here in Utah, it's okay. It's very okay. I don't see myself living here long. And also it's just getting really, really expensive. So I told you about how all these people are moving from LA to Utah. Yeah. Um, that's happening at such a higher rate now because the inflation in California is going insane. Um, so there are tons of people moving in here and there's just not enough infrastructure here to deal with the amount of people coming in. So rent is going up like crazy. Um, when I first moved here, I got a studio apartment for $740 a month in downtown Salt Lake city. Oh, that's good. I know. Right. So I got a studio in downtown Salt Lake city with a full kitchen and a pretty, it was a pretty decent sized place for what I was paying in downtown. Um, and now I'm in a one bedroom. It is a one bedroom, um, in downtown still, but I'm, I'm, I'm paying like four or $500 more, um, just in rent it just in the, what I've only been here three years. So it, it's just, it's just shooting up like crazy. Living here on your own is just no longer sustain, sustainable at like what I get paid now. Yeah. Um, oh. So it's just, it's a lot with Utah. I love it here. I love the nature, but I was talking to my therapist about it too. Yeah. And she was like, she was like, nature's everywhere. Don't feel bad that you're unhappy in a place. <laughs> and I was like, that's right. Yeah. I mean, true, true. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's crazy that it's gone up that much, but I totally believe mm-hmm. it because I'm, sh- I feel like California is just a, like a fucking nightmare right now to live. Yeah. It's really yes. unobtainable for most people. Yeah. And I mean, I think that's a good point. I think, you know, you don't have to be miserable where you are. You don't have to stick it out. You know, you, you, can- that's yeah. yeah like you can move somewhere else. I was, I was so like almost shameful that I was doing the thing where I left home and now I might move back home. And my, my, my therapist is like, why, like, why you're not as happy as you can be, you know? So why are you, what, what are you sticking it out for? What are you, who are you trying to prove something to? And I was just like, I don't know everybody myself. And she goes like, you don't have to prove anything. Like nobody's mad at you that you're not happy. <laughs> Yeah. And, and I was like, oh, that was great advice. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm sure too, like, I would be thrilled to hear that you would be back in Illinois. Not <laughs> even, we, it's like we see each other, but it would just yeah. be nice to know that you're, you know what I, yeah. you're back. It's, yeah. Like, and that's what I just like, didn't conceive for a long, like I didn't, I didn't have that perception. I thought everyone was gonna be like, oh my God, she couldn't do it. Mm. She couldn't do it. And then, and then <laughs> I was talking to my friends about this too. And they're like, but you did do it. You, yeah, you did. You, you lived, lived out there. there for three years. Like you definitely did it. You established a career. I bought a car. Like yeah. I did it. I did the things. And I was like, oh, that makes me feel better. Yeah. <laughs> so True. yeah. Um, I saw a TikTok the other day about this guy who moved to New York and he was making a joke out of it. And he was like, I moved here for a year. And he was kind of like singing the video. And he's like, and now I'm moving back home and it's fine. And it's like, it is like, it's okay mm-hmm. to like, move somewhere, try something, and then go back home. Like after, oh, well, after uh, I graduated, um, I was going to go straight to grad school and Mm -hmm. I applied for a bunch of scholarships. I applied for this RA position. I was like, I'll live in a dorm there. I'll get some of my school paid for, like I'll be an RA, like it'll be a good situation. And then everything I had like completely fell through. And so I decided to put a year off and live at home. And it, it was so hard to not feel like I failed. Mm-hmm. But I realized that like a lot of people like don't care. And then number two, like your therapist told you, like, who am I proving anything to? <laughs> <laughs> no, like, <laughs> no, you're complete. Like, I get that, too. It's, you know, you, you just have to do what's best for you. And you said it best nobody cares what you're doing about your own life at the end. And that's, that's just a hard pill to swallow because like me, I'm, I'm obsessed with myself. I'm super conceited. I'm definitely like a narcissist. So I have this mentality that everybody cares what I'm doing. And I, every week my therapist is like, nobody gives a fuck what you're doing. And I was like, Oh shit, you're so right. I'm a Libra, so I just think everyone's in love with me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that makes sense. It makes sense. I respect that opinion. Like that, 
as long as you're not being like mean to people, I feel like that's not a bad perception to have of yourself, like a positive one that, yeah. you know, I don't care. Well, and too, I feel like as someone that used to like hate myself, I'd rather be full of myself than yep, wanting yep, to yep. die. Like, yep. sorry. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, there you go. So I was curious, since, you know, you've literally done the thing, you've moved somewhere new by yourself, what kind of advice do you have for people wanting to move somewhere new? Um, I have two pieces of advice. So the first is, is more of like a warning, I guess. Moving to a new place will not fulfill you. It won't. It just will not. No matter how much you think it will, unless you're happy with who you are as a person, it doesn't matter where you live. It doesn't matter. So like running away from like everything you know in this like attempt to find yourself, it won't be as satisfying unless you're fully content and happy with who you are. So that's my first one. I think that's, I, I, my, I wish I would like, I ran away thinking this would like fill something. And it took two years for me to be like, oh, I'm ac I actually like myself, <laughs> if that made sense. So it's like, moving somewhere won't fix you it will not fix you um or you don't need to be fixed but you know what i mean oh I, uh, totally i i have a friend who moved somewhere new recently and she kept saying how she just needed to get out of illinois she just needed to go and you know in my head i was really hoping i was really hoping you know that it, it was just that she needed to get out and go somewhere new and that it would she would you know be happy and like everything would be good and we've we've talked recently and it, you know it's <laughs> not very happy still and um mm -hmm. i mean it's true it's it's you're still gonna be with yourself no matter wherever you go and exactly. too, i feel like moving somewhere new is really romanticized to some degree mm -hmm. and it's not like you know you're gonna be living your dream life all of a sudden mm -hmm. like you're gonna have to build a new life make new friends mm -hmm. you know get furniture get a new place get adjusted <laughs> mm -hmm. get adjusted to everything like it's it's a process yeah that's that's something i wish i i like if people told me that and i just didn't take them seriously um but it's 100 percent true um and then second piece of advice it's a lot easier to move somewhere when you have established hobbies and goals mm. um if that makes sense because moving to this new place i was like i'm gonna be a hiker i hate hiking more than anything it's just walking up a hill and you and like for safety reasons like you really shouldn't wear headphones so you're just alone with your thoughts and tired and sweaty outside i hate hiking um and it took me a long time to like figure out what kind of hobbies i like um and i should if, if i would have established what i liked before i moved that move would have been much more bearable like it could be crocheting it could be reading it could be video games it can be working out but you really have to have your own hobbies and you have to know how to spend time with yourself you really really do like even if you're moving with a significant other it's still lonely so you just have to know what you like to do with just yourself so like i said my first two years here was were, they were pretty rough like because i thought it would fix me and like i was still depressed still hated myself and in this past year i started working out a lot i got ripped um <laughs> like my, check it out oh <laughs> so i got yeah. I, I go to the gym now quite a bit i play video games with my friends and i read and you don't have to have a thousand hobbies like you can just have a couple and as long as they're fulfilling to you like there's no harm yeah um so those would be my two pieces of advice if you want to move I think, somewhere i think that's amazing advice and mm -hmm. truly no truly because uh yeah, I mean, when I moved to Champaign, I was still doing my show and it was it, it's number one, it's a social aspect for me, but it's very creatively fulfilling mm -hmm. and it, it it is a big hobby. It takes up a chunk of my time, but it's so nice to have an established routine an established thing to do when you're adjusting because it, it just makes you feel like like everything's like normal, you know, and the mm -hmm. same. Because yeah. it takes me a while to adjust to new things. But um, no, I think that's a great idea. And mm -hmm. um, yeah, hiking without music <laughs> um, is would be my personal nightmare. Um, like, I already think a lot just by myself. I, know, I hate it. <laughs> like, I hate I hiking. Mean, 
I'll do it if my friends invite me because I should, like I said, being a good friend takes energy. And I was serious. <laughs> I was serious. They'll be like, do I go on a hike? We haven't really seen each other. And I'll be like, fine, I'll go on a hike, man. And they'll be like, it's an easy hike. And I just, I'm just, you're lying. Like, I know they're lying. I just know they're lying. <laughs> if you've ever used all trails, like the app, you know, like there are easy, moderate and difficult hikes. The easy ones are lies. They're all difficult. None of them are easy. If you've never hiked before and it's as easy, it's just like, I think the creators of the app are just playing a joke on us where they're like, fuck these people. They want easy. Let's give them the most difficult hike of their life right now. Oh, that sounds, oh, I literally, I, I don't know how people do that. I saw literally this guy on my For You page and he's like, I'm a, I'm a twink and like, come hike with me. And he's going on this app that has the trail mapped out and he literally did it in three hours. And I was just amazed. And I was like, mm -hmm. I think I would die if I tried mm -hmm. to do that. I think I would perish. I do. Yeah. Um, I took Sam Brinkman actually on a hike when she was here. And I love taking people on hikes when they're here because the air is so thin up here because we're already really high up because of the elevation and then you go higher and they're just like, I can't breathe. And I'm like, I know me either. I'm just used to it now. <laughs> so you're just like, I want you to experience my pain. Yeah. This is what it's like to hike here. <laughs> Because well, people, they'll come visit me and be like, I would always hike if I was here. And I was like, all right, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go see. Let's go put the pedal to the metal right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Could never, could never be me. I'm, I've never been like an adventure outside girly. Well, sometimes mm -hmm. I'll do stuff, but like, no, no hikes for me. But um, what else do you like to do outside and do in nature? Like, what are your outside hobbies? So... In the winter, I don't do anything. I'm not a winter gal. I don't ski much because skiing is actually really, really expensive. Yeah. Um, so I don't ski or anything. So in the winter, I'm kind of, I just go to the gym and I come back home. So it's really all I do in the winter. But in the summer, spring and fall, I have a blast. So in the spring and the fall, I camp uh, with my friends. I camp with myself now. Um, I like camping for like a day or two. I don't like it for long periods of time, but just getting away with no service for a little bit. I love camping. Um, and cooking a meal out there and hammocking and listening to music like it's the best. I love camping. Um, but in the summer, I paddleboard like four or five times a week. I paddleboard so much because um, I live about 40 minutes from the mountains mm. uh, and there's tons of reservoirs in the mountains. So all of the water is like so clear and crispy and it's like blue almost and it's awesome so all and I don't work during the summer because I'm a teacher mm. so all summer I paddleboarded a ton I loved it that is my favorite outdoor activity hands down just paddling on the water listening because I have all this stuff to, like listen to music now um I'll have like one beer it'll be really fun like I and I love swimming I've, I've loved swimming since I was a kid um, I've always loved being in water and now I get to be in this natural type water with the sun on me. And it, it was just the best paddleboarding was, is hands down, like the best thing about Utah for me personally, it's just how much accessible water there is. Cause back in Illinois, you see water nature. You're like, you probably shouldn't get in that. <laughs> and then I do. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> I've, I've like got a what's that place uh it's like right near that one but starved rock starved rock that's what it is so I've been there yeah. and I've like gotten in the water and I was like it's some questionable water <laughs> well and too that place like it's not like what I like about devil's lake is that there's no like you know there's no like man-made like stairs and stuff which mm -hmm. is good for people who have like you know arthritis and like accessibility issues but like, I don't know, there were just wooden stairs everywhere. And I'm like, I feel mm -hmm. like I'm just like a lot of infrastructure. Yeah. I just didn't like it. Um, mm -hmm. yeah, but no, I, yeah. And even in Wisconsin, uh, cause me and my mm -hmm. family used to go to Wisconsin every year and some of those lakes are so dirty, so mm -hmm. dirty. And like so even bad. just Lake Michigan. <laughs> I know. And the amount of times I've been in there and just, and it's mm -hmm. so cold. Like, is the, like, is that just because it's a, like a, like a, big lake or I don't know that's fair the lakes like I swim in the mountains now and it's never it's still Lake Michigan still like some of the coldest 
have been in. It's freezing there. Really? Um, yeah. Uh, I would say I went paddleboarding on this Labor Day weekend mm-hmm. and it was really cold because the season's coming to a close and the sun's just like, and the water's go like, it's just not as warm. But in, in the peak summer, like it's really not bad at all. I guess it's because we're really high up. So we're really close to the sun too. Oh, that so it warms up, warms up the water really, really nicely. But yeah, like Michigan's freezing. Oh, yeah. Well, that sounds so lovely, paddleboarding. Mm-hmm. I really like paddleboarding and being on the water. And I always forget that there's water in like the mountains. Mm-hmm. It's like, I mm-hmm. feel like I never, I think I just think of it as like a big rock. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah, it's all um, runoffs because all of the mountains around me are snow peak ones. Um, <gasps> so all the waters like run off like snow. Um, so it's all, that's why it's all like clean. Because it because so nice. it, it evaporates and refalls every year instead of sitting there. Oh my god! And then the snow here in Illinois is like freaking black <laughs> from all the car exhaust. Mm-hmm. It's so gross. I mm-hmm. hate winter here. I really do. Um, I also hate winter there. That would be yeah. Winter yeah, here is a lot nicer. It's a dry say. winter. Mm. So it's a dry winter. You know when you're in Illinois and it's like sleeting and it's like knives on your face. That oh. doesn't exist here. It's a very dry winter, so it doesn't like it's not painful if that makes sense to be outside. So it's like it's like actually how you know like you think winter would be. Oh well that's nice. Yeah. So Illinois is just terrible, basically. <laughs> is what I'm a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. I mean, true, true. I mean Chicago, honestly, sometimes my only saving grace here. Um wow, <laughs> Lizzie. It is now time for my favorite parts of the show with a new guest. <laughs> I'm going to guess your zodiac sign. Well, I already know you're a cancer sun. I am a cancer sun, yes. Which we, can, we, can, which we will talk about. Um, <laughs> I've, I've dated two cancer women now. Mm-hmm. And you guys are interesting. <laughs> you guys are interesting. <laughs> um. I don't know. So I'm thinking for your rising sign. I do think, and I've, I've known you for a while. I feel like you definitely have a fire rising sign is my guess. What are the um, fire signs again? Um, Sagittarius, Leo. Oh God. What's the other one I'm missing? Let me look it up. What are the other ones? Fire sign. Zodiac. I, people always think it's Scorpio. Cause you think like scorpion mm-hmm. and yeah. it's a water sign. Mm-hmm. Aries. Why did I forget about Aries? Okay. Yeah. Oh, you could have a rising Aries. I feel like though, I don't know. I'm feeling, ugh, but then you could be a Sagittarius. Sometimes the fire <laughs> signs really blend together for me. Mm-hmm. Um, you could be, uh, you definitely could be a Sagittarius rising too. Oh, this is going to be so hard. You know, I'm going to go, I'm going to go rising Leo and then for your moon sign, that's going to be difficult too. I'm, I'm wondering if you might have the same moon sign as me. I'm wondering if you do have a Aries moon, but. What does moon signify? Like someone's moon. It's your emotions, like how you are when you're alone. Um, That's how they describe it. So your rising sign is how you present to other people, like what impression you give off. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like my rising is a Taurus. So you think I'm really chill. I love Taurus. Sam Brinkman's a Taurus. I know. (laughs) Tauruses are great. I've dated so many of them. Taurus women are my favorite sign. Hands down. Really? Mm -hmm. They're lovely. They are. One of my best Mm -hmm. friends is a Taurus woman too. Mm -hmm. Um, but I don't know. I don't, I'm, I'm, uh, I, moon signs are hard for me sometimes. You could be an Aries moon. I don't know though. You could just be, I'm wondering if you have an earth sign moon actually. I don't know. I'm just feeling like you do have, I feel like you have a lot of earth sign energy to me. I don't know. Uh, I'm just going to throw it out there. It's probably Ron. I guess your moon's in Capricorn. I don't know. Do you know your chart? I do. Oh my God. What's so, your rising? So I'm a Pisces rising. What? Mm-hmm. No way. You're a Pisces rising? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's see. What's your moon? Cancer. Oh. <laughs> oh, you're, oh, you got the emotion. I got a lot. I got a lot going on. <laughs> Are you mostly water? I think so. Yeah. 
I have my I have a Cancer Sun Moon and Mercury. Yeah. Cancer, Cancer. Yeah, I Do got you any fire in there. That was surprising um, greatly. Not you? really. No. Oh my gosh! So are you all? Are you mostly water? I have. Um, my Mars is in Gemini, which I agree with quite a bit. Oh, um, oh I never think of Geminis. That would be a good point. Um, and my Venus is in Taurus. Oh, so you really like Tauruses. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's Sagittarius. Yeah. Um, aligns my dating history. Yeah. That, yeah, I, I always... I've always had a ton of emotions. Like I've always had so many, um, even as a kid, like I was known as the one who was like, it was easy to make me cry. Oh. <laughs> I just, and I feel like a lot of people have this misconception about Taurus or not Taurus cancers in the sense of like they're cry babies or they're this and that. And I would like to disagree. I just, I feel like cancers just have very strong emotions. Because while I do cry often, like that's, I have no shame in admitting that I have so much anger as well. <laughs> like, that's and I, I guess think, you are a rising fire. So. Yes. Like, I, I think cancers just have very strong emotions in any direction. Yeah. Um, and I also think that's why I don't, I'm not very good at making friends. <laughs> Um, you know, some people who just can make friends. With, I'm not that person because I just have such strong feelings about everything. Um, so the moment I begin to dislike a person, like I can't stop. It's terrible. It's terrible. Wait, let me check and see if I have cancer in my chart because I'm very, I'm very similar. I, <laughs> if you make a bad impression on me, it is. Like it's terrible. It just sticks so bad. It sticks so bad. And it is so hard. It takes work for me to mentally <laughs> fix it um yeah I don't have I don't have any cancer in my chart that's interesting mm -hmm. um I have a lot I have like three Sagittarius placements though um mm -hmm. but uh yeah I don't know it's and too I my 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 old roommate said this about me and I don't know if this is true for you too she said that like you when, whenever I talk about people just in general like people in my life people at work whoever just in general she said that I don't really have neutral opinions on anyone. Like I usually like someone or I don't like someone. Like there's really no in between for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's kind of how I am too. Um, it's an unfortunate trend, but at the same time, like maybe it's the narcissism. -y. I'm always fucking right. I'm always right. Like if someone's giving me bad vibes, like I swear to God, a couple months later they do something insane, and I'm like, I told you all that I told you, I told you that happened on several different occasions. Like I told you, I've probably been wrong, but I'm not going to acknowledge those because <laughs> they don't count. Cause you, it don't you count. If right. I'm, if I'm wrong, it doesn't count. That doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't. Oh well, honestly though, I do think our intuitions are, are kind of right. And I don't know. Mm -hmm. I, I feel like usually when I don't like someone, it's for a good reason. Like, mm -hmm. not, not that I like everyone I know, but like, you know, yeah. I, I, people I don't like, there's a, there's a good reason. There's a good reason. Yeah. I have a friend now who we met when I was 15 mm -hmm. and when I was 15, I hated him. I despised him. He was the worst. And now, and we met because he ended up going to Illinois State with me. Do I know? Um, yeah. <laughs> it's Will. Do you remember Will? I mean, I remember what he looks like. I don't think we ever officially met, though. Did I meet him? That's fair. Uh, I'm not sure. But he went to high school, like, not with me, but he went to high school with my ex, like, from high school, like, ooh, a while ago. And we just hated each other. We really did. I don't know why we both were just like, fuck you to the other. <laughs> and then we ended up, I like, I'm, we like kind of rekindled a friendship, but like I said, it took work in college and we ended up being like, we ended up living together for two years. Um, wow. He's definitely one of my besties now, bestie for the resty. Um, he's just a great guy. And so 
Like I, I'm wrong. I've been wrong about Will. That's it. Okay. <laughs> just one. That's it. one. That's not bad. That's not bad. I mean, there you go. Oh. There you go. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm, I'm trying to think of who I've been wrong about people I haven't liked. It's not a lot because we're usually I, right. I mean, <laughs> honestly, I hate to say it. Hate to say it. It's true. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that's a good point about cancers. Cause who's a cancer? Post Malone's a cancer. I think that makes a lot of sense. He's from Utah or he lives here. He, he's always, he he's always just around. Yeah. Like you know, there's always little random sightings of him, like canes and, and oh my God. really like at have you, like, stores seen and stuff. Him? Yeah. I have not. He's like, I, I'm, I'm on the, I'm looking though. Um, <laughs> I, I stay alert. I do stay alert. <laughs> He would be so cool to me. I feel like he'd be- he always travels in like group, like with a big group of like 10 dudes, yeah. like all his, his posse. So it's, it wouldn't, it would be hard to miss. Him. Oh yeah. I really like the, the Nirvana live show he did during COVID. I thought that was really mm-hmm. good. Um, but yeah, I don't know. There's, have you, have you heard of Caroline Polachak by chance? She's a singer. She Mm-mm. is a song and it's called you're so hot. It's hurting my feelings. And she mm-hmm. is right on the cusp of being a cancer and I'm like <laughs> that is that is cancer energy I don't that know. is that is that is I would I would also write something like that <laughs> it's a good song it's a good song you're so hot it's hurting my feelings <laughs> yeah it's like oh my god I like you so much <laughs> it's hurting my feelings I Please do stop. do that I hurt my own feelings all the time when I like oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah <sighs> and maybe you are cancer you gotta re- recalculate well, I think my Aries moon, I think that just fuels everything in me emotion wise. Like it's usually if I'm upset, my first emotion, I mean, it's typical for a lot of people too, as my therapist told me, isn't really sadness. Well, it is sadness, but like anger, my anger mm-hmm. stays with me a lot. You know, it's hard for me to get past anger sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I use it as motivation sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> like I've done things out of like I, I started working out out of pure spite because I was just like not even towards anyone in particular just like the world I was like fuck you for trying to keep me down oh, I'm gonna yeah. go <laughs> like spite <laughs> drives me so much oh I mean honestly same <laughs> every time I go through a breakup I just I just start stunting everywhere I possibly fucking can. Like, mm-hmm. I will just be so obnoxious. Like, mm-hmm. my terrible ass breakup with my ex-girlfriend that left me just just down so bad. Mm-hmm. I was posting Instagram look after Instagram look, like, every fucking day. Mm-hmm. Um, just so sad doing my makeup. But, um, <laughs> yeah, we love to see it. Well, Lizzie, it's been so wonderful having you on the show. Seriously. Oh, nice. Um, I, it was fun. I liked it. <laughs> any, wow. any time to talk about myself, I will take that opportunity. Right. That's why I have this show. Like, exactly. <laughs> um, well, before we go, of course, I will ask you because I ask everyone, uh, why are you happy to be here? Whether that's in life right now in this moment, it's really up to you to interpret the question. Um, because I am more than worthy of being here. That's why. That's why I'm happy. It took me a long time to get there. But I am more than worthy of being here. So that makes me really happy. Oh, that's a great answer. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, that's all I got for you guys. Okay, bye.